1: It's a good show! In a world
2: where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen, one comedian doing his own voiceover for his own podcast due to monetary restrictions got tired of pretending he's seen The Wire in conversations at parties. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen I'm Kyle Ayers. This is Never Seen It. I am your host, Kyle Ayers. Thank you for listening. This is the podcast where I have people rewrite famous movies and TV shows they have never seen, and we read them in studio for you right here, right now. Uh, in this episode this week, I have you may know them from Screen Junkies, from Screen Junkies News, from Honest Trailers. I have Roth Cornett and Dan Merle. Thank you guys for joining me. Our pleasure.
3: Yeah, thank you for having Thanks us. for
2: being here. And we're also joined uh, once again by Ryan Singer, who will be hanging out here with us. Hello. Hello. And uh, this one, we're going to get right into the script. We have been, uh, people have been saying, uh, get to the scripts. So we're going to do that. Uh, this one is Hellraiser. I didn't know, I forgot what this, this is more iconic for the poster than maybe even the title of the movie. Yeah.
3: Yes. We That's can't... all I've seen
1: also. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Dan and I had this had trouble coming up with a movie that neither one of us had seen. Yeah. And then I landed on the idea of he's not super a horror person and I am, but Hellraiser was a gap for me. Okay. And it just kept coming up kind of like with my boyfriend. The poster or the poster art kept coming up. You see that? Yeah, you see that one? I missed that one, babe. Like, Pretty good. And that happened three times in the last two weeks. So I was like, let's just do Hellraiser. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's hey, also ahead. a particular blind spot because I was not allowed to see rated R movies when I was a kid mm-hmm. until I was 17. So there are many 80s rated R movies that I have not seen, one of which being Hellraiser and yeah. in addition to being in the horror genre. So I have also seen the poster for this. Yeah. And that's and it. I think I saw some clips from the sequels. I don't know. I just know.
2: I think he popped up in <laughs> Cabin in the Woods briefly. <laughs> there, like there was a Hellraiser a reference a in Cabin of in the tilt, Woods, right? Yeah. That's yeah.
3: true. Clive Barker is like a weird blind spot for me. I just realized... And with this one, it was, as far as I knew about Hellraiser, it was like Baby Boom meets Damien and, you know, he learns an important lesson about family. Sure, that's (laughs) already more
2: than I. I thought it was Freddy Krueger for a long time. I thought they were in the same movie franchise for a long time. They
4: feel like they're in the same universe. I mean, I've seen the movie, and I still feel like you nailed it more than
0: (laughs) than the
2: movie actually did.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That he learns an important lesson about life life balance. Yeah. Freddy Krueger, though, is my—that's my jam. That was yeah. my franchise. I
2: have—I've missed out on. I don't know if it, I didn't like horror or if it was a similar thing, but I just never seen a Friday the Thirteenth, never seen a Nightmare on Elm Street.
0: Oh wow! Uh, haven't
2: seen any Hellraiser, which I imagine there's a lot of sequels to. Um, I think I've seen half of Freddy vs. Jason once mm-hmm. at uh, my ex-girlfriend's house in high school.
3: Can yes I give you a perfect horror trilogy for when you have time? Yeah. Okay, great. Watch Friday the 13th. You're going to watch the evolution of horror with this one trilogy. Okay. Watch Friday the 13th, watch Wes Craven's New Nightmare, and then Scream. And you're going to see you the evolution of, of the the kind of dreamlike, campy, but also really scary in the first one, Stalker, getting meta, very meta, with New, mi- new Nightmare, which is basically about Wes Craven and the stars of the film and then Freddy comes to life and then Scream where it finds the perfect balance Okay. of reference and doing I'm something. always hesitant
2: with horror movies because I don't like gore porn type of movies. Mm. Those like things like um, Hostel. Hostel yeah, is sort I'm of the example. That, that stuff either. is a I like psychological movies a lot and I never know which one it's going to be. And But nightmarish movies, which I think is just like straight up horror horror, I just never know what it's going to be. I was
4: like physically angry at the end of Hostel. Yeah, <laughs> like I had become <laughs> like I had become hostile. Like I mean, like uh, like the way that movie ended, I was so angry. I was like, that was one movie where you want all the characters, you want them to get killed, and I don't know if they were trying to do that or not in that movie.
2: I was the same uh, with The Incredibles.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. No.
2: Some movies you just root against everybody. <laughs> so you, yeah, Little you
1: just want them all out of to get it. it. I've been led to believe that Hellraiser has gore in it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I his face is so. shoved with pins. It has pins in it and I think he has a, there's a something, there's a box... Something comes out of the box. I don't know why. I feel
3: like it's the precursor to Fifty Shades. I feel like he's into the (laughs) pin. Maybe. Right.
2: It really is. This movie would be the acceptance of this movie would be totally different. People be like, oh, it's sort of like an acupuncture BDSM type of Yes. It really is uh, acceptable. But back then it was, this is a literal nightmare. Um, We'll talk more about about horror movies and stuff because it's a genre where it's usually either avoided or your favorite.
3: Yes.
0: Mm
2: hmm.
3: Yeah, but that and that's why actually the like my gap is really weird because I was so into horror. Um, but like you, there are some where you're really rooting for the monster, like Cloverfield. Aren't you wanting the monster to kill all those people I have not seen
4: any of the Cloverfield. Uh, you know, the actual mm-hmm. monster
2: has been inside here the whole time. <laughs> I'm pointing to my computer where I have Cloverfield downloaded.
4: You actually pointed to your heart.
2: I want the people to know
4: that you lied to them. Just Yeah,
2: now. I, in Cloverfield, I kind of <laughs> didn't <laughs> like anybody.
3: Yeah, right? You wanted the monster to win.
2: I can't hold a camera without shaking it like an idiot. So just put not. the camera down. You're against... Also, how do you guys afford these apartments? Thank uh, you. That
1: is, yeah, Thank that, you. It's very swanky. Even the
2: cast of Friends was like, how do they afford these apartments? So this is like
4: an indoor Blair Witch is what you're talking no, about. No, it
2: takes place in month. New
4: York. It takes oh, place okay. in
3: New York over, and it kind of like plays with time in a weird way. It flashes with the video camera footage. Mm-hmm. It flashes back. But the whole time you're just thinking, like, God... I cannot wait for this monster to eat you. Yeah, ass. it's
2: like if yeah. everyone who worked on Wall Street had a found footage monster movie.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I mean, the monster—did he step on
4: Wall Street? You're like Sonic oh, okay. the Hedgehog Fund. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> I, okay, I, I tried to do a Kyle Ayers bit right there, and it didn't <laughs> work out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's get. Uh, like I said, I've been getting feedback that it
2: takes too long to get into the scene, so mm-hmm. here we are, twelve minutes in. Uh, <laughs> oh, No, <laughs> no, it's great. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get right into to Hellraiser, and so if. Uh, if Dan you want to read out the casting so people can. I kinda... will take.
1: So I will be doing the stage directions. Why don't we why don't we do it like a like a table read? We'll go around the room. I, I will be doing the role of stage directions and uh, demon cop, which is a minor part.
3: Mm. I will be playing Pinhead. Yes. yes.
4: And I will be playing Chief Evil and Mom number one. Yes. And I'll be playing Damien and Neighborhood Mom
1: number two. Alright. There we go. So this is pinhead is in this <laughs> <laughs> once again I think hell we're getting racing. back to this is it. <laughs> okay here we go exterior hell police department fifth circle station day we're in hell which looks very much like every contemporary American city only a little more crowded outside a pair of demonic police officers are placing a handcuffed infiltrating angel into a cruiser cause in hell the good people are under arrest you get where I'm going with this <laughs> Interior, hell police department, continuous. The police station is bustling with activity, and as before, we see that only good, solid citizens are being arrested by demon cops. These include old ladies, sick people, children, babies, somehow nuns, and so forth. Toward the back of the room, we see a glass-walled office with the words Chief Mayron Evil stenciled on them. The camera pushes in. Interior Police Chief Evil's office, continuous. Chief Evil is morbidly obese and red with horns and cloven hooves and a spiky tail. Your classic devil cartoon. He's dressed like a police chief in an <laughs> 80s movie and he's sloppily eating a meatball sub. Evil yells through the door at his underlings who are working in the main office outside.
4: Pinhead! <laughs> Where the hair is
1: Pinhead? <laughs> you were right when you were like, you know, I think I have a take on Chief Evil that I can do. <laughs> I uh, still do an intake on that Good Samaritan ring we busted up in Sulphur Town this morning, Chief. Because in hell, the police bust Good Samaritans. You get where I'm going with this. <laughs> the Chief angrily gets up, throws down his meatball sub, and rushes to the door. I don't care if he's batting cleanup for the Hadesville Pazuzas, <laughs> I said. But before he can finish his snarky rejoinder, down the main stairwell into the pit, watch Detective Pinhead. He's tall and pale white with a face full of pins and some kind of black rubber suit. <laughs> in addition to all the pins in his face, he's also chewing on a pen like a toothpick. Plus he has on sunglasses. Pinhead aggressively pushes right past the chief and takes the chair from opposite his desk. He puts his feet up disrespectfully and takes off his sunglasses.
3: You wanted to see me? Chief.
1: Chief Evil picks his meatball sub up off the ground, brushes the dirt off it, and takes a bite. He sits down. I got
4: a new assignment for you, Pinhead. Special request. New undercover op. Very hush-hush on Earth.
3: I'm listening. A little tough to hear through the pins, but I manage.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Our asset in play. (laughs) Our asset in play. He needs looking after.
3: A protection job. Come on, Chief. The poster for this reads, leads me to believe that I work alone. And that I have this little box?
1: Pinhead shows the chief that weird box from the Hellraiser poster. (laughs) A small, sunken-eyed human boy about ten years old wearing a suit enters. This is Damien. Cool, weird little box. (laughs) Meet your
2: new partner, Detective Frank Pinhead. This is Damien. Good to meet you. I hear we're going to be
1: working together.
3: Oh, yeah, and who are you supposed to be? Rosemary's baby? Pinhead!
1: (laughs) You know who Damien's father is. Chief Evil leans over to whisper the answer in Pinhead's ear, but pricks himself on one of the pins. Just... Trust me, he's very high up.
3: Not interested.
1: I'm sure if we work together, we can really nail this assignment. Damien and Chief Evil begin to laugh hysterically. (laughs) (laughs) Pinhead is not amused. They
3: are actually, they're pins. They're pins.
1: Exterior Suburban Street, Pinhead's House, Day. It's a lovely weekend day in the summer, and families are outside playing catch, barbecuing, and generally enjoying the weather warm, I presume. Pinhead and some neighborhood moms are sitting on lawn chairs, drinking lemonade and watching over several kids, including Damien, who are running around with squirt guns.
4: And I was saying, I just don't feel comfortable sending my little juniper to Westlake Day. Tindley has the
2: same allergist as a boy who goes there, and he said their cafeteria doesn't even have any
3: probiotic options. <sighs> Ladies, do you ever just put really long, sharp hooks into your kids? <laughs> <laughs> just to see what will happen? Like, like the what oth- kind of uh, sounds they're going to make?
1: The other mothers look confused by this question.
3: I mean, i do that to people, right? That it would be something that I would do. <laughs> yes?
1: Another long pause. <laughs> Sound effects off screen. We hear some of the children playing with Damien loudly shrieking. He, he, he,
3: he. Damien, for the thousandth time. We use super soakers with water! God, where did they even get nitric acid?
1: He makes a funny face to the other moms.
3: (laughs) Such a handful.
1: Interior Pinhead's house, bedroom night. Damien and Pinhead are sitting on the side of the bed having a serious father-son talk. I just... I don't get how you talk to girls. It's impossible.
3: Well, you just start by asking questions about stuff they'd be interested in. Open with something simple. Do you like pins? If you were going to stick a lot of pins into yourself, where would you put them? And then why would you only put them in that one place and not have pins anywhere else on the rest of your body? Just something relatable.
2: What if she doesn't like pins?
3: Well, I find that pretty hard to imagine, but just see what she does like.
1: And then... Damien stops short. He's embarrassed.
3: Come on, Damien. Damien. You're the son of Satan. (laughs) I'm the cop from hell who's been assigned here to watch over you. You can talk to me about anything, son. Well,
2: how do I know when it's... Jesus. (laughs) How do I know when it's time to
3: go all the way? Oh, okay. Is that what's bothering you? Damien, listen to me. When the time is right, a dark shaman will appear to execute a virgin. (laughs) The seas will boil, the stiggan flaps undulating in the nameless eldritch abomination before you will shriek the unutterable name of Shug and you'll just know.
1: Pinhead goes to put Mm. his hand on the boy's shoulder, but before he can, Damien reaches over and embraces him.
2: (laughs) Thanks, Dad. I mean, uh, Pinhead.
1: Go to hell, son. <laughs> Interior, Chief Evil's office, day. Chief Evil looks exactly the same, except this time he's eating little finger sandwiches containing actual <laughs> human fingers. Ha <laughs> we're in hell. Pinhead enters, he's no longer wearing his old rubber uniform thing, but is now fully dressed like a suburban dad. Khakis, a polo shirt, he's even wearing a fanny pack.
4: Pinhead, where have you been? I'm not sure I mentioned it before, but that was only supposed to be a three-day assignment.
3: Forget it, Chief.
1: What? I haven't asked you to do anything yet. Pinhead puts a badge and gun we've never seen before down (laughs) on the desk.
3: I'm turning in my gun and my badge and whatever this little damn box is, and I'm quitting the force.
4: Uh, You can keep the gun. It's hell. We encourage people to have guns. But why, Pinhead?
3: Why? Been on my own for too long, Chief. It's been lonely. And now I've got someone who cares about me. Who really needs me. But what will you do now? Well, I think it's about time I go out there and uh, raise some hell. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Pinhead somehow manages to put sunglasses back on and we enter a freeze frame. <laughs> the end.
3: Oh my goodness. You guys, can I just compliment your voice uh, work?
1: Rip-torn,
4: Which, uh, yeah.
3: loved, that
1: was
2: very
4: Rip Torn. I like that. Two saw, things that happened to you in hell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When uh, the description was read of the character, I, I kind of felt like there was a Rip Torn. It's also just a really kind of fun voice to do. It yeah. was like
3: a combination of Rip Torm and Optimus Prime, so I felt both comforted, <laughs> Um, Comedians and of the Earth. gravitas. <laughs> <laughs> you guys did amazing voice work. I don't know that I did. Our pinhead. I thought pinhead was great. That's good. It He's very like, straight, like you know
4: take. how pinhead would behave. <laughs> you be captured it. <laughs>
3: But that's like, basically the movie, right? As yeah, far as Hellraiser. We we also have to compliment Lon Harris, um, who helped us write this because Dan and I.
1: Here's what we did. We did, uh, because we uh, we work in Hollywood, we got an assignment, which we then immediately passed on to someone else uh, so that we could and, then take and all produce. the credit and present ourselves. And told Lon, um, yeah. told,
3: told Lon, this is what I think this movie is about. We want to take a pass and then we'll work on it from oh, that's there. That's so funny.
1: So thank you, Lon I, Harris. I, for I just it love
2: to hear someone saying, here's what this is. You want to take a pass. (laughs) (laughs) what was
3: the pitch you gave it's uh... i told him exactly i was like i think that from what my understanding is that it's a combination of pinhead comes into like gets custody of damien somehow and decides that he needs to learn an important lesson about family versus getting too caught up with work yes yes it's baby yeah even
4: in hell there are like you know there's things that need to be done around the house, you know, and like relationships that need to be formed, apparently.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, as far as I know, that's what he's... So what is the Hellraiser doing? Do we know?
2: There's... I... The whole time I was listening to this, I was 100% thinking, Hellraiser, had it not been this franchise, would have been the name of some sort of late 90s Julia Roberts inherits a kid that isn't hers that she right? takes care of. It's what movie. Problem
1: Child would have been yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, I have...
4: Gosh, it's been so long. I know I've seen this movie, but it's been so long ago... It was so unimpressionable on me that I think the only line I remember is he shows up and he says, um, or someone says, "I come in peace," and he goes, "But you leave in pieces." I think he says that. <laughs> is that, that like a real something. line? That's like that's like the that was the big like quote. You know, that was because everybody had a catchphrase kind of that's thing so back 80s, in the eighties. If you told me honest. that
1: Carl Weather said that in a movie, it's I like would like equally yeah, believe yeah. you.
2: It's like if... last action horror hero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got I don't thing.
3: know. That kind of sounds like RoboCop to me. Like, that makes me way more interested in Pinhead, if that's what he's saying.
4: Oh, yeah. But, I mean, because he would just, I mean, there was, I think it was kind of like gore porn. Yeah. I think he, like, like explosions of, like, oh, they went and picked up a bunch of ground beef from but there you know, was a time the, when the butcher and then just like just had explosions of people's heads and stuff. Like, there was a time when
2: technology <laughs> totally and, like, makeup weren't good enough for lit- gore porn to be upsetting. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was almost... Per- Unintentionally camp. It's for too, so long. It's too realistic. Because, now, yeah, now nowadays, it's so realistic. Yeah. I mean, I assume that's what it looks like, but I don't. You know, I don't know if we need to know what a human centipede would look like. Do you know what I mean? Or something yeah, like that.
1: The realism is really kind of like, oh, okay. Like it's shocking to me what The Walking Dead. I was watching uh, the, the other day that they're pulling some guts outside of a stomach. I'm like, is this inter?
4: Yeah. Am I entertained? Are they just this, are they just, just
1: are you not yeah. entertained? Uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's it's the
4: photorealism is, is not there... what I would what I'm going for. What's that called? Like it was it happened in Braveheart it's too. It's a television again. show uh, at the Braveheart. Oh, oh. Disemboweling? oh, disemboweling.
3: Disemboweling. Oh. Yeah. Yes.
4: yes,
2: disemboweling. Thank you. Oh, glad go, go we got that specific <laughs> term. Yes. I think about uh, horror movies and I talk to people about, like that's kind of what. Some hold up longer that have very bad visuals. Yeah. And some don't, Then, but things that, like, eternally hold up in movies, like, people rewatch still, so I think, of like, The Shining and stuff mm-hmm. like that, where none of the scares are really coming or from critters. gore. Or yeah. Yes, or critters. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry, did, did I say The Shining on accent? I meant to focus <laughs> yeah. this morning <only> on critters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, versus things that are just, even, like, more recent stuff, the psychological stuff is so universal because they're not, like, falling back on... It's, more. it's Gore. true.
3: It's interesting to think because even, um, it, Halloween, which kind of invented or, and and I say perfected, like, the stalker mm-hmm. genre, the, the like, blank amorphous evil killer with a mask with, but yet, a lot of verve and personalities, just so zhishy. Michael Myers, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> like, this little yeah. head, head tilts. He was in Austin you Powers. You don't see a ton, you know, <laughs> and then I saw, did you guys see the movie about Psycho, about the shower scene that mm-hmm. came out? It was the number oh, of shots. Oh, yeah,
1: the scene, yeah. Last yeah, year? Yeah. yeah, I didn't you see
3: You never, ever see the knife enter her one time and it's all in your head and all in your imagination, all in the editing. That's the
2: scariest stuff. The stuff you can fill in for yourself is always lots of times what doesn't hold up about a book. You're like, oh, I lived in this imagery I created for myself and that was so perfect for me. What was Mm -hmm. the most effective for me? That's what you see when you get something like Psycho. Yeah, you're not what you're making is the worst it could possibly be because you're imagining it in your own head.
1: And there's one gore shot in Psycho, if you want to even call it that. You see one person bleed, which is the detective, you know, that he's got just a red to slash down his face but it's not even you know but that
3: movie's terrifying because uh
1: it's it's about more than just uh what i assume the gore content of hellraiser would potentially be
3: i don't i (laughs) i had heard that there was more to hellraiser than that
2: it's it's really lasted so long you figure at least the first one has to have had something that it did right
3: yeah Yeah, because
4: how many because there was three or how many were there oh there's been like there's hellraising arizona yeah Uh,
3: yeah
1: Oh, Hellraise the Titanic.
3: (laughs) I'm so disappointed that's not going to come back later. (laughs) Oh, it would be very
2: much like me to have accidentally given away the answer to a game coming up.
3: And by the way, Hellraising Arizona is the script we should have provided for you (laughs) if we had been.
2: It it is so... There's something about the horror movies also is such a... The ones that define the genre have lasted so long mm-hmm. where like if you I this isn't a horror movie, but I watched The Matrix with my little brother and it's sort of like a genre defining movie. And he was like, oh, OK. And you just want to scream. No, no, you don't no. understand <laughs> everything. He's 19. So it's older than him. Yeah. But you don't you want to scream like, no, no, everything you've seen is because of that. That's not just another one of these. Yeah. These are. And that's like a thing like Halloween. It, it almost has to become sat like these movies have become satirical so fast because mm. there's so so many it came up with the stalker idea but if you watch it I saw it for the first time two years ago oh, wow. and you're like oh this is just one of this is one of these but you're like oh no this is all the rest of them stole this
1: right. or
4: all the rest of them played it's, off it's this it's
1: very simple and kind of quaint by yeah. today's standards but uh, I still love
4: it yeah I, Halloween. Thought it was good. Yeah, Halloween. Yeah, I think like I It Follows it. did you see that movie yeah. Yeah. yes that like just took that, that stalker that I guess Halloween has you know to Set a new the level and yeah. just cuz kind of said we're just this is all we're we're just doing that. Yeah. And then it's like that movie was great.
3: I think Halloween though just the elements of it hold up. I mean, and obviously I'm not being rational at all about this because you just said that the reaction was I've seen this all before. But I feel like with the if you put in the music and that score and Jamie Lee Curtis is the iconic yeah. Uh, the Well, again, now you've seen it all the time. She's the, you know...
4: I'd be scared right now if there was a cello playing behind you, like as you just described it. <laughs> <laughs> like the right music. She's the final yeah. girl. That music, that, the music aspect too is so good in those. It is, mm-hmm. it just really kind of set everything up to okay. just... I, Because I, I, I was like you, I wasn't allowed to watch... The uh, Thriller music video, because mm. I was very terrified of the devil as a kid, you know, a raised Catholic. And so I couldn't even look at scary photos, let alone watch scary movies. So I just kind of got into the examples of scary life. photos? Well, and like the, you know, the HBO. I'm <laughs> curious about this. <laughs> we have what a whole scary podcast. photos were This has never
2: seen a the photo edition. Uh, we just have the pic- that picture from the guy getting shot in Vietnam. You've never seen it, but
4: Ryan redrew it. <laughs> No, like if you look in an HBO book and there's like an advertisement for like a scary movie coming out, okay. like maybe the, oh, like pin, yeah. a picture of Pinhead would have qualified as a scary photo. Okay. Gotcha.
3: Or do you remember la- t- a few years ago, the strain, the ads for the strain oh, yeah. got pulled uh. because it was the body horror yeah. where it was a worm coming out of the eyeball. I, w- I don't know. I, I kind of, w- that bugged me that they got pulled. I'm so weird. I know. But I was like, Why? I What's always, why, why did it
1: get pulled? What was the reason? It was gross
3: and disturbing. It, I, <laughs> I, the point of view I'm all for freedom It was a, gross, yeah. it was a perfect it was decision made by great people
1: really who understood under, what they were doing. It was incredibly <laughs> effective advertisement, but I was very happy when they took him down because I hated driving was by that it every day was that the Guillermo
2: yeah. del Toro produced yes. FX show or yes. something? I remember that. Yeah. And I've seen that on a bus stop. And I was like, <laughs> even the American Horror Story, people are like, relax. Yeah.
1: Relax. Look, we have a spider crawling out of a mouth, but that you can think of on your own. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm trying to talk, you know, I'm like, I'm. Blue, talking on the phone on Bluetooth on my way to work and I'm just like I have to throw up real quick I'm sorry and Can here there are 40
2: foot billboards Oh yeah, at a bus stop uh, in New York you see people with worms coming out of their eyes <laughs> and you're just like oh someone just take that picture oh, and put yeah. it up in the bus stop
3: yeah. Yeah. but
2: yeah that, I remember that being horrific yeah. Yeah. and
3: it was but is it any more horrific than anything else that we're looking at really it can't I be more horrific
4: us. than Logan <laughs> did you see the movie Logan yeah, yeah. that was there was so much <laughs> blood and gore in Logan yeah but but they released the black and white version, so it's okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, if it's in black and white, it's fine. But yeah. like <laughs> Logan and John
4: Wick, the John Wick movies, like mm-hmm. violence has gone to such, uh, so beyond the level that it, we would have imagined back in the 80s or even 90s yeah. Yeah. that like... Th- these action movies are bloodier, more gory than I think horror films are. Even mm.
1: true, but it's a different kind. It's so over the top. Like John look,
4: looked like a video
2: game to me when I watched it. It was like I was watching someone play a video game the entire time. I didn't even think about it as gore.
1: Yeah,
4: but see, I mean, that's the point. I mean, it we're is so, so gory. Yeah. You like
2: don't even consider it. No, no, no. I'm fine.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: Tell me if you sense I again. I'll fucking kill you.
3: <laughs> I feel like if I look over at you right now, you have a note that says, "I hear you. you understand? <laughs> yeah. I understand." I'm a human being. <laughs> but in a
1: strange way to me, like the arrow coming through Kevin Bacon's throat in Friday mm-hmm. the 13th is way more disturbing than anything in Logan because Logan was so over the top. And it's like that is so simple and effective and just, ugh, I, yeah. I don't know. Sometimes it's, when there's only weird.
2: one real instance of true gore or something like that, it's so much more effective. Yeah,
3: I think it's interesting to think about, yeah, your brother's reaction to the Matrix is, is and your feeling about it is like my feeling about Halloween, which makes so much sense, right? Cause you've seen it all before you've seen the final girl the girl that lives at the end and she's going to come back and be a hero and all that mm-hmm. and it's just so tripe by now um like what does it take what is what is that template for this generation like what movie just came out maybe in vine la-
2: maybe some vine <laughs> <laughs> we could get this well, down to so six depressing. seconds i remember when i first saw the descent which is one of my favorite like yeah, horror thriller great. movies and i watched it and then i had watched an americanized ending to the movie oh yeah and they had released it and it's a really really great movie and then i thought the ending was so cookie cutter mm. and i was just talking to someone about it, and they're like oh you saw the american ending and they didn't whoever distributed the movie didn't think americans would like it if it didn't have a like successful ending i don't want it's a great movie and then there's another ending that is makes more sense and is darker mm-hmm. That i rewatched and i'm like oh now that's one of my favorite movies yeah i
3: saw the I saw that ending, the darker ending, mm-hmm. which is even more messed up. Be- yeah, forget it. I, I was gonna go we can to spoil a play. it. Can I gotta we spoil it? Mo- I gotta watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, now. it's
2: good. I it's good. It. The There's Descent? no. It's good, even if you know it, because it is so good. I, yeah. don't, I don't know if m- most spoilers are actually make things worse. I'm not sure they do.
1: They can.
4: Well Well, like the Crying Game I think was the first was that the first spoiler? Like the first movie that was like spoiled.
2: Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, Psycho was a big deal because the star of the movie died fifteen minutes in.
3: Yeah. So the which is the model uh, that they then used in Scream, Scream they were riffing on Psycho with uh, Drew Barrymore and they put her all huge in the poster art. But Psycho uh Hitchcock who was actually kind of like a master of marketing came out and was made a big deal about don't ruin the ending of this movie, don't ruin or the be, don't ruin the movie, which probably just really helped sell tickets. Oh for sure. Yeah.
2: I think you knew what was up. <laughs> <laughs> I have good news. Oh. Uh, oh. We we, we, we foregone, Um n- Anything I'm going to say there isn't real. Um, <laughs> before we, So we normally play a game at the end of the podcast called Guess What Movie My Dad Is Describing based on having only seen the trailer and never, never having heard of the movie. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, my dad is unable to do this for this episode. So my mother has stepped in and oh, recorded her, uh, herself reading what my dad was wanting to read about them so they've both seen the trailers but now we have the audio of my mom so uh maybe is it all right do we just want to tease one like we're gonna tease i haven't i (laughs) have not listened to any of this i do not know how my mom is gonna do with this uh basically riffing off my dad's notes of a movie trailer that neither of them have seen or heard of the movie so so we'll, listen, we'll give, like, a few seconds to my mom's, and then we're going to get back to them both. At the, we're going to do two. We'll get back to them both at the very end.
1: Awesome.
5: Okay, so there's some hip jazz drums. A nice beat. He wants his money back. Oh, crap. That car blew up.
1: <laughs> <Hello>? <laughs> <laughs> this is a totally different vibe.
2: <laughs> okay, that's good. That's good. You can cut it there. Wow. That okay. is a such a juxtaposition to my dad. Oh, wow. <laughs> See, I'm just, I'm just hearing this for the first time. Like, I like oh it goodness. already. Oh, my goodness. So...
3: Whiplash? No, no, she said explosion. Uh, but we're going
4: to get back to it. I hope a we're Gummy gonna Soul will do a mashup of the two of them. I
2: know. <laughs> oh, boy. If we could just get an auto-tuned mashup of my parents going uh, viral, <laughs> just a bunch of words they don't know all in one sentence. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, so we're going to get back to those at the end. So we have three games today. Normally it's two games and one trailer. Today we're doing three games and two trailers uh, because I had two coffees. So we got extra prepared. So the first game we're going to play is called before and afters or mashups, anything like that. I'm going to give you the, the plot to a movie that is a combination of two movies. Mm-hmm. And you have to tell me what the title of that movie would be. Okay. Um, I don't have any examples. So lots of times they'll get it after one. So this one is all Francis McDormand edition, ooh! And so like we were called, we called it a little earlier. She probably won. What a speech! <laughs> what a speech she gave! Wow. Really, really vindicating that uh, racist cop in the movie. And um, yeah. this is the never seen it right. Never. What a What a. We've never seen it for the Oscars. <laughs> unexpected
0: that, <laughs> speech <laughs> was, on Sunday. Yeah.
2: Oh boy! Really, didn't think he'd streak, but you know. <laughs> That's it for that. Uh, okay. okay. So I, thought, I'll, I'll I give you, you the, still be going. I'll give you the plot. to the. <laughs> it's because I hit on the uptick. Uh-huh. I end every sentence like this, just in case I think of anything. But I haven't yet. It's been 29 years. So here's the plot to the first movie. At least one of them in each mashup is a Francis McDormand movie. At least. Okay. A car salesman who's desperate for money hires two thugs to take 66 Americans hostage at an embassy in the Middle East.
3: Oh, yeah, this is uh, far argo. Yep. But you <laughs> had this. And that's
1: exactly how it <laughs> was. Uh,
2: uh, argo. I
3: cheated on that one cuz you I think I heard that one. Really? No, I don't know, maybe.
2: You kind of just rolled with it. Okay. All right, number 2. I don't stand a chance. That one that one was kind that of was the so easiest fast. Fast one. So it was technically far, arg- far it's, it's argo. It's capital F capital A R G O. Nice. Uh, for you want to know how it's written. All right. All right. That one, uh, all right, number two. The long standing war between Decepticons and Autobots <laughs> returns, wreaking havoc on an island off the coast of New England, and two 12 year olds who are in love decide to run away and help resurrect the ancient, ancient Sentinel Prime while quirky adults try and track them all down.
1: I believe I have this. All right. Would this be Transformers Dark of the Moonrise Kingdom? <laughs> yes,
3: it is. <laughs> Dan's going to kill this. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> God. I couldn't remember Moonrise Kingdom. Uh,
1: uh, I just watched it. I, I was like it, randomly. But I how was,
2: do you feel about that being the part you don't remember? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I
3: couldn't remember Mar-
2: Moonrise Kingdom, but I really got that third Transformers
4: subtitle. Like my I, pen had dropped to the floor, and I was like, oh, I'm going to need that for this. And it's like, no, I'm not.
3: <laughs> all I could think was Midnight Coterie, coterie or whatever it was. Oh, the Coterie oh, oh, yeah. yeah. of yeah. Midnight Intruders? <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: <laughs>
4: I don't know any of the subtitles of the Transformers movies. I just know one, two, (laughs) three, and four. (laughs) That's okay. Or whatever, how many there have been.
1: It's
2: it's okay to not know any of them. Okay, okay. All right, here's our final mashup. An aging car is pushed out of the sport he loves after his daughter is murdered and he attempts to get back into auto racing by teaming up with an eager young technician who is also a racist cop and puts up a few advertisements to let everyone know his disgust with the state of auto racing.
3: Whoa. (laughs) i mean can you say it again i will try we gotta take uh an
2: aging
1: i think
3: do you have it already i think i might have it okay
2: (laughs) an aging car is pushed out of the sport he loves after his daughter is murdered and he attempts to get back into auto racing by teaming up with an eager young technician who's also a car who is also a racist cop and puts up a few advertisements to let everyone know his disgust with the state of auto racing.
3: I mean, like, it's three billboards and cars, somehow.
1: I think it's cars, three billboards. (laughs) Cars? It's cars, three
2: billboards outside of Evans, Missouri, yeah.
1: (laughs) It's cars, three, and three billboards. Okay, cars, three three billboards. (laughs) Got it.
3: Oh, I was thinking,
1: oh, okay. I was doing all this calculus in my head. I'm like, how do you mix them together? And I'm like, oh, it's just cars and then the three. Okay. Well, we'll just be thankful
2: it didn't end up being United 90 billboards
1: outside which is what
2: I typed out at first before the person at Starbucks next to me was like he's been on the United 93 website for a long time (laughs) all right so that's the end of our mashups now we're going to play IMDB trivia
3: oh god Uh, Dan's going to brutalize all of us on this
2: and so I will read you we got like seven trivia facts that get progressively a little bit more informative about a movie and you guess what movie it is for all right Angelina Jolie was offered the chance to direct this movie, but she declined. Wonder Woman. No. Mm-hmm. I have no guess. Remote-controlled cameras were utilized for a majority of the scenes, so the set could be completely private. Hmm. <sighs> the cast learned all of their lines in five days.
3: This is sounding
2: the Seattle Space Needle, shown in the second trailer, is lit up green with the blue flag at the top because oh, the Seattle Seahawks had just. Shades. It is Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh. Fifty Shades of Grey. I didn't know they, Seattle would be wait, such a big giveaway. Angelina they really put remote control Jolie? cameras? Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
3: wow. Really?
2: And here's the rest of those. The movie is banned in Kenya. <laughs> Adam Levine of Maroon 5 was originally offered the main role.
4: I thought it was the guy from uh, it was Charlie, Charlie Hunnam. Hunnam. Yeah,
1: and he took it. And rope. Was
2: like, <laughs> this is this is my favorite thing. Trivia fact: We've had the rope used in the production is uncredited, but made by Dre X Rope. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That was—I promise you—that was an enterprising marketing manager for DreX Rope oh, yeah. that was like, "Sir, I have found a glaring error. We are not credited in the IMDb trivia section think... for Fifty." Shades and my and
2: Dre. favorite part was it said like one of thirty people found this helpful. <laughs> like, <laughs> people had registered accounts to say they didn't find it helpful. Five I days. The movie so was literally that. made and on then autopilot. Sex scenes constitute fourteen minutes and seventeen seconds. The yeah, movie. and
3: they're yeah. super boring. Have you oh, guys that's why seen there's it? the remote
2: control
4: cameras for yeah. privacy on set for.
3: Well, the minute that you said that, I was thinking some kind of sex. But I, I, yeah. I'm. Mo- what factor are you most surprised at in that? <laughs> I, the Angelina
2: yes. Jolie that they Me thought too. they'd get her to direct it. Yeah, yeah imagine how short that conversation was.
3: <laughs> Hi, Angelina, fifty. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> she won't listen
2: to anyone who says the number fifty
3: around yeah, her. No.
1: <laughs> I don't get out of the bed for anything less than seventy-five. <laughs> seventy-five
2: shades of gray, and she said, <laughs> "All right, here's our second uh, IMDb trivia movie." This one only has six facts. Mm-hmm. Dolph Lundgren has an uncredited cameo as submarine captain.
3: I already love it. Yeah, I know. This is already my favorite movie.
2: During shooting, this this tree fact makes no sense. And I Can I
4: do a guess, though? Sure. The Hunt for Red October. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Even if that was it, I would have said no and pivoted to fake facts about different movies. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't get it after that one. Uh, during shooting, Terrence Malick showed up unannounced and uninvited on the set.
1: this is definitely who cares about that
2: why is that in there (laughs)
1: down periscope (laughs)
2: Uh, despite prominent billing Jonah Hill only has three minutes of screen time
1: okay now hang
0: on yeah they
2: start to get pretty specific submarine captain all of the trivia there's a million trivia facts about this movie but all of them give away what it is except for this six
1: a submarine
3: captain I'm just writing down submarine Dolph Uh,
2: this is the okay The maid in Malibu is using a Hoover vacuum. FBI head J. Edgar Hoover was famously the scourge of U.S. communists.
1: Hail Caesar. It is Hail Uh, Caesar. Yeah, the Cohen. I don't remember Dolph Dolph Lunger. Dolph Lundgren? So
2: he was edited down to just a silhouette.
3: Yeah, because they didn't really show who was in the submarine. But apparently
2: he shot like 10 minutes of stuff for free because he likes the Cohens, and they cut it all
1: down
3: cuz Dolph is my favorite human being. Yeah. So if they cut him out of the movie. That's the first time to me.
1: I've you're right, Jonah Hill though, that's the first time I remember seeing an actor's entire part in the trailer. Yeah. yeah. Cuz literally he's in He was he was
2: massively credited in uh Django as well.
1: Yeah.
3: And only yeah. showed up the, for like 2 seconds. Bag, like, yeah, in yeah. The Clan. Yeah.
2: But maybe he just likes working with directors he likes. He's just a happy person.
3: Also, how much do you love the idea that Dolph just loves the Coen brothers? Right.
4: Isn't that great? <laughs> Isn't that
3: the greatest thing <laughs> ever? I, I imagine you walk into his, like,
4: really badass, like, cool apartment or house and it's just Cohen brothers posters yeah but yeah. <laughs> like not even the, not even the actual
2: posters like the artistic ones people make the very minimalist like three yeah. color remake posters <laughs> and then just with his face yeah yeah
3: he is in mensa yeah he's a scientist he he went to mit briefly and he i like i interviewed him for this random little movie that he directed about sex trafficking um and i was just talking about like what do you and grace jones do in the 80s on like pizza night and he just described him going back to mit to quit and with Grace Jones on a motorcycle and why isn't that a movie oh my yeah. god <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah this story yeah okay he does sound great i love the last i think there were two more oh cast includes four oscar winners and three additional oscar nominees mm-hmm. and then this was my favorite fact during uh, where is it this is the third film from the same director I, I singular that to not give it away this is the third film from the same director to have a briefcase with ransom money get lost that's true Big Lebowski and uh, yeah Fargo 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 that's right they buried it yeah. so you buried just keep having the, ransom money get lost in movies. In the buried in the, the snow
1: came back in the TV show
2: and then this is also part of something they called their idiot trilogy and <laughs> oh, I don't me- one was Oh Brother Where Art Thou and I don't remember what they considered the third of their idiot trilogy but
1: th- maybe Intolerable Raising Cruelty Crazy Arizona yeah
2: now there's so many movies in between those
1: true yeah, yeah it George- if George Clooney's the idiot because he's kind of an idiot in Intolerable Cruelty isn't he I don't know I think that's probably it then maybe
3: because
2: he's Go- the big no. idiot in this one
3: what, what else was he an idiot in
2: Oh Brother Where Art Thou and then Hail Caesar
4: well Barton Fink was in a...
2: that's, idiot. No, that one's older Hmm. Yeah, that's why I didn't put that one in there. <laughs> yeah Alright, so that's our IMDB trivia, and now we are premiering a brand new game. Ooh. A game that I thought of uh for a terrible pun and led to well that's kinda of where this whole podcast came from, but this game is called Literal Titles. Uh they'll probably come up with a better name for that at some point. But it's I will I took the title of a movie and I gave it a very literal plot based on the words of the title. And so I'll tell you the plot and you tell me the movie that it's the plot for. The first one's easier, kind of an example. A completely made-up movie about people's preference of orange juice
4: texture. Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Pulp Fiction.
0: Oh, I got nice. one. I got one.
4: <laughs> nice. I bell. Is there a bell? Can we ring a bell? <laughs> no, we couldn't afford a bell.
1: Okay. That's good. That's Pulp great. Pulp Fiction. Okay. Now I see what kind of game we're playing.
4: All right, now they get dumber. I, when you said pun was involved, I was like, you know what, I might have a chance here. <laughs> <laughs> have a swinging chance at some of these. Uh, here's number 2.
2: A large gregarious waterbird shops for new undergarments, deciding against boxers and storing his new underwear in his throat pouch. The
0: pelican brief. Oh my gosh. Wow,
2: that's the one that prompted the whole game. That really that inspired yeah, the, the whole,
0: inspired the
2: whole wow. game. I'm honored so, that so, I could have guessed someone that out mentioned now. the pelican brief and I was like, oh the one about the bird and the underwear?
4: <laughs> and then it,
2: it's so dumb. Oh, I don't even wow. know
4: what the Pelican Brief is about. I've I don't know it. who's it's, in I, it. I enjoyed it. I remember. I'm, I'm years ago.
1: and Julia Roberts. Yeah. as I recall. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it includes the line: "Everyone I've told about the brief is, is dead." dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that that concludes my knowledge also of the Pelican. <laughs> brief. I think and
2: my I think it. it might be Swordfish, or also Deja Vu. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, there's like nine movies that I think might be the Pelican Brief, That's or funny. Michael Clayton, or The Manchurian Candidate. I think all might be that movie. Yes. What are they all like sort of lawyery
3: United Universe the yeah. lawyer in a United <laughs> the, Universe <laughs> You uh, you want to see the new lawyer universe that <laughs> yeah, they struggle with the
2: villains uh <laughs> Very it's a lot dry. of poisoned water. Can we get
1: over the poisoned water? I just, I'm
2: waiting, finally waiting for Loki to, you know, I get mean, his degree.
1: You know, the third act is always the yeah. objection, <laughs> and the, and the obligatory third act objection. Uh, oh so formulaic. <laughs> I love the lawyer. The
2: like this, the lawyer universe would be so funny. Tom Cruise can't be involved.
0: What
3: was the one?
2: A few good men. Yes. All right. And the firm. And yeah. The firm. That's right.
3: Another lawyer. Was he a
2: lawyer in
1: Eyes Wide Shut? I
3: don't know what he was. What was life. he? He was like, I feel like he was just generic businessman. Just business. With business papers, doing business it. things. I've never yeah.
1: seen Eyes Wide Shut either. You have it? No.
3: That's it's, all right. It's
1: a rated R thing, and then I heard it wasn't that. I mean, I've heard mixed things. And I've never gone back. Well,
2: it's like, it was a different scale to be like, yeah. it's not Kubrick's greatest. And you're like, mm-hmm. well, what are we ranking this against? Yeah. you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it's better than most of <laughs> the movies that came out that year, but
3: Yeah. yeah that is a, that is like a weird scale. Yeah. We we kind of do grade on that curve, right? Because when you're looking at M. Night Shyamalan right now, you're like, split was okay,
2: right? You're really like, he's, <laughs> you
1: know, okay, all right. This one has all the parts. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, it, has, it makes sense. It's in a way, I, I is it some kind of mad genius thing? It's like I am getting way overhyped. I need to tank for about eight years. Yeah. And then, then I can just be good.
2: Then you can just be okay again. Yeah.
1: Maybe
4: that's what Cloverfield is doing as a franchise.
3: <laughs> oh, that's Maybe. Hard.
4: Well, I think it's impossible to sustain that. I mean, there's just no way.
3: Yeah. To be no. genius. I rather. mean, I think
4: LeBron James is like an example. Like in a in a world uh, like some parallel universe, like someone who sustained excellence like against all odds. It's just impossible. I just don't understand. Yeah. Like yeah. it's so rare that yeah. that could. Uh, I think
2: in movies, Kubrick might be the closest. Like Hitchcock yeah. made Hitchcock. seventy really really great movies, but Kubrick made what fourteen genre defining movies and then, like, also was going to make AI.
3: I had this debate with one of our producers yesterday. Like, we were trying to come up with the right scale to come up with the most consistent director because you had to have that. How many... Because I said it's Hitchcock because he made the most and they were most...
2: He's probably, like, 45 for 50 on great.
3: Yeah, on great. Mm -hmm. And then you do, but then you take people that have made fewer movies and each of them... Is um, so defining. So mm-hmm. which one wins? I don't Kubrick know. Kubrick
2: is on the podium of every movie genre. Yeah, yeah. sci-fi, every drama, single one. War. It, it, he, if we're talking about genre defining, or, there's 2001. Yeah. He, A Full Metal Jacket to me is like after Saving Private Ryan, the best war movie. Uh, yeah. Oh, before and, Saving and, he, like, and Private and Ryan. I, I just love of, Saving and Private and Ryan so much. And yeah. He's got two and paths Glory, yeah. which movies, is also yeah. so good at like picturesque like in courtroom stuff and and it's he's really mm-hmm. but, and that doesn't even talk about like the shining and a clockwork orange and stuff like yeah. that and comedy he was lightened
3: by candlelight way before the revenant dr
2: strangelove <laughs> comedy uh yeah dr strangelove yeah. is funnier yeah. now than it was 10 years ago
3: yeah it's true so if, are we deciding i don't know if i can decide between hitchcock and Kubrick, and i don't know why you're trying it, to make me
2: it's they're not even comparable because <laughs> not, yeah there's the the only comparison is sustained greatness but there's nothing similar about them, who they are as a person, no. how they behaved, what their workflow was. Well, the
3: obsessiveness. The only the sense. only similarity
2: yeah. is that it seems like everyone who worked with them hated everything about them except that they worked with them. It was the greatest moment of their life.
3: And yeah. they hated everything about them except maybe their work. But yeah. we were talking about people that are more modern and really inconsistent. So, like, you take your Spielberg. One of the things that I love about Scorsese is, like, his movies are so different from each other. Yeah. You can take, you know, King his movies of are so different
2: from each other, even the movies that are in the same genre. Yes, he has three or four mob crime movies that are 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 so different from each other, even with the same people in them. Yeah,
3: uh, yeah, and he has. Uh, but he also After made Hugo, Hours. Hugo yeah. King of Comedy, which is my favorite. Oh randomly. yeah,
2: that's a bizarre thing to see De Niro in, and it's... a bizarre thing to watch the stand up. Have you seen King of Comedy before? Yeah, no, I, oh, I yeah. really like that movie. Yeah, do
3: you Root think it's pumpkin. De Niro's best?
4: No, I don't. Okay. I um I love Once Upon a Time in America,
3: hmm.
4: which was uh, released as a miniseries, and it was so popular that they released it in the theater. My dad loved De Niro. Like, when I was a kid, he's like, you need to know the Beatles and you need to know De Niro. That was, like, what he wanted to pass on to me. You know, Robert De Niro actually so, died young and they replaced him with someone else who looks like him. If you look at his
2: ears, you can tell.
4: Are you, oh, you know what? I'm actually... No, I'm just
2: kidding. I'm not <laughs> I would have believed uh, you also knew about this
4: fake But, like, conspiracy. my dad, like, he's like, you need to watch this movie. This is, like, because I saw Good." He showed me Goodfellas... He's like, don't tell your mom. But then he's like, <laughs> but Goodfellas is a great movie, but this movie you need to watch. And then, so we watched Once Upon a Time in America together and it was like longer and it was pretty violent and brutal. But it was like, I called myself Noodles for like four years <laughs> after that. I went to school and I'm like, my name's Noodles now. <laughs> I did
1: that too for co- completely unrelated reasons. <laughs> Just saying, so I want to I Noodles. a really weird kid. <laughs> 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 well,
2: my name's Noodles now. Oh, you watch Once Upon a Time in America? Yeah. What? <laughs> No, no, just call me Noodles. Yeah. I just have a cat I like, and I'd have to so say taxi drivers right below that. Yeah. For
4: Bull. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's you can impl- just kind of go through. Well, so when around. people hate on De Niro, that's another thing where it's like, what? Are, it's like you're saying, like, what are you measuring this against?
3: Who hates on De Niro? Some
4: people are like, oh, oh he's kind of doing. Just he hasn't made as good he's just a just stuff recently. Doing his own Pacino, version of De Niro now, or yeah,
1: you know that little, little summit little meeting little and heat little between between they weren't even in the
4: same. They weren't even there together. Right, I feel like they did
1: that in real life, like somewhere around the year 2000. They just sat at a table and I was like, Bob, I'm just going to. <laughs> I'm just gonna do whatever, and Mount like, yeah, me too, and that was it. <laughs> so that's, that's where we've been for the last 18 yeah. years. Just like, I don't know, I play a guy who creates a woman in a computer. Sure, and I want to make money. It would
4: be funny if they made the bet on that day. Like, okay, who's gonna, who, who's gonna, is someone gonna say something to you or me first? Yeah. <laughs> who's gonna have the gumption who's to gonna, tell one yeah. of us we're who's making a bad calling choice? calling
3: me out? <laughs> yeah. What's crazy though is if you look at the Godfather, like Pacino is such a different actor in that movie than almost anything else. you He's think Scarface so, turned him? I think all that cocaine that he was actually doing yeah. may have to, it just invaded him for the like, it lasted like, look, look, last year. That's
2: chalk dust for pool cues. Still don't <laughs> snort it. It's Talk a to me.
3: <laughs> But what they're I mean you can't deny they're both amazing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But everyone yeah. does get on this crazy curve where Almost every actor, almost if uh, if any other director premiered their career with Eyes Wide Shut, people like look at this visionary mm-hmm. auteur. Yeah. But instead, it's like you know an aging director where everything else he's made will be taught. Yeah, and they're just like, oh, he kind of has fallen. He's fallen off here. <laughs> this is yeah. What is this like the third best movie of the decade? Yeah. <laughs> Ugh.
3: Oh God, and human so, beings, what a bunch of assholes. Yeah,
2: but I probably said the same thing at some point.
3: Yeah, no, <laughs> that's my least Again, favorite
1: Kubrick haven't seen movie. Because I heard it wasn't about? a very good Kubrick movie. Not nah, it, forgetting it's on good. the sliding scale. It's worth
2: watching too to yeah. see young Tom Cruise like be charismatic
4: and Nicole Kidman's good and
1: yeah. just weird and bizarre and sexy. There's so
4: much going. I mean, you have to see that movie just because there's so much going on in the like the yeah. cursory like world of like conspiracy and, and everything else, that the moon landing and everything yeah. else in these messages that he's allegedly. Uh, there's this guy Jay Don't. Widener used to be a screenwriter. Anyway, are you about to start some turn moon this conspiracy theory? Gonna, but I mean, there's so much going on in his are there movies. Chem I there's, will... there's no chem... <laughs> Not that I'm. F- but <laughs> yeah, it's about the Illuminati. Apparently, I it's a watch really it fun movie. I mean, only if
1: someone can track me down one of the Blockbuster Video copies that had the CGI imposed uh, boxes in the. I, oh, I hear God, that there's a right. scene like yeah. at a like at an orgy, right? Yeah. I heard there's a version that Blockbuster Video, I as I recall, only would rent the movie if they put in like post-production like boxes and yeah. like objects in front of the yeah.
4: objectionable oh, material i used to work at a blockbuster in uh, burbank i, I should have stole some copies yeah. when they closed really no penny. foresight there yeah. i haven't
3: seen it in a really long time actually do you remember what he did for a living in it i don't i, I remember, don't remember they were either. wealthy and had lots of time to have sex but i haven't seen it in such a long time but would, have you guys read the story of o no no okay uh well i have and it's <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys this has been never seen it podcast uh we go until someone tells us as they've <laughs> as read they've something read the <laughs>
2: until anyone brings up reading anything that's how long the podcast goes
3: but that's what that movie is it's basically riffing on the story of oh and it's stanley Kubrick doing it which i mean that's that's got to sell you that's yeah, I Australia. feel like if you're a fan yeah. of
4: Kubrick, you have to see like this evolution and uh, or where he was going with this and I do feel like it's necessary to It's like, always interesting it's to, definitely to see someone watching. put out 100%. something
2: that they got complete control over and mm. from start to finish and no one got to tell them any aspect of how it was supposed to be.
3: How rare is that?
4: I wish he would have Even lived this podcast, to you saw said we're going to edit that part out a little bit earlier I wish he would have
2: lived to finish AI too yeah. to see what he would have done uh, with it. Um so that's, yeah, Pelican Brief was that answer. There we go. Wow. <laughs> Pelican Brief.
3: <laughs> we really derailed your game. I know. <laughs> no,
2: that's okay. That's okay. Never uh, have us back. I can, always, I can always talk. Hitchcock and Kubrick I could talk about all day. Oh, you know, can it's we? so fascinating.
3: Should we? we? I would love to. Let's do I, yeah. that.
2: We'll do part two. <laughs> um, okay. We're, well, you know what? I'm going to, I'm just going to get, the next one was A Clockwork Orange. So I'm just going to give you that one and tell you the plot to it is a rhymeless fruit shows up without fault at the exact same time every day. Um, <laughs> but since we talked about him so long, it would be too easy of an answer. <laughs> and
4: I like the phrase a rhymeless fruit. A yeah, I do yes. too. Because now I'm doing the whole joke in my head. Yeah. But does rhyme.
1: banana also count as a rhymeless fruit? Considering that you have to make up a word. like It didn't sh-banana? say the rhymeless fruit. That's true. It said a. You're right. Wait, banana right. rhymes
4: right? With what? Cabana.
0: Mm.
1: Oh, you're right. Cabana banana. Yeah, I guess so. Cabana yeah.
4: banana. <laughs> 14 minutes later, we're yeah. like, well, see, St-
1: Spielberg actually really <laughs> exactly or, uh, well.
4: You know, depending on what language you want, uh, banana manana. Manana banana. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> even, see, even there, you had to say it different. <laughs> I mean, that's just different inflections. different parts of the country, you're we right. talk differently. No, you're right. I, we have... Do you
3: count porridge with orange? Oh, or I've never heard that one. Portage, Portage, porridge. Porridge, orange. Por- no, no.
2: Porridge. No. If right. we have to do this much about it, it probably doesn't rhyme. No.
1: It's definitely not. Uh, yeah, you're yeah. right. Uh, 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 with John uh, and sister. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, all right, we got two more. Here's one uh, of our literal titles. A group of Oakland football players tried to discover exactly what happened to Noah.
1: Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh!
2: <laughs> you know it's nice? I don't even have to give you the second... Uh, I have a little bit. I usually put, like, and his animal. Like, I'm cutting a little bit out to make it a little bit harder, and we're still getting them. There we go. All right. Here's the last one. Oh, my God. This one's so dumb. A mute boy named after his parents' favorite functional footwear must be introduced by his friends who take pleasure in letting people know that is him.
1: All right. Say that one more time.
2: A, A mute boy named after his parents' favorite functional footwear... <laughs> this is so stupid. ...must be introduced by his friends, who take pleasure in this act in letting people know that is him.
1: Wow. That is something. This is, There's footwear involved. <laughs> friends.
2: I don't even... I want to... This is <laughs> so dumb. A mute boy, named after his parents' favorite functional footwear... Uh-huh. must be introduced by his friends who take pleasure in letting people know that is him.
0: I have nothing.
3: I, I, Dan, it's I, on I'm you. I'm
1: thinking. I'm just like, there's so many I'm stuck on the ways. functional footwear the
4: functional part. Me too, I'm just thinking sneakers. I'm like,
3: sneakers.
4: You want it? I'm thinking slipper. Slippers. Ooh. Like a slip. Mm. Uh, Crocs. <laughs> Crocodile right. Dundee. The
2: answer is uh, Das Boot.
3: <laughs> oh my God.
4: Oh, because oh so, oh. oh. Uh, See, I never would have felt comfortable answering that. Yes, uh, oh. even if I had come up with it, mm-hmm. I would have felt like a bad person.
1: Because oh. <laughs> kids will be like, "Oh, that's just food." Oh, oh, okay. That's a good one. <laughs> I would never in a million years. No, right. no. Well, that's probably good.
2: <laughs> Would you want to be the person that who is, immediately was like, oh, desk Boot? Yeah. yeah That's that of, of that the kind? cuphead of, uh, right. of question. It's very difficult, and then when very you difficult. beat it, it wasn't worth it. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> That's your version yeah. of the Hellraiser box, which I assume sucks people into it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know.
3: But it no looks one, like uh, a present. It does. I, again, is it
1: Pandora's
4: box, like from Scooby Doo?
3: I don't know. That was I always mean, a big plot thing. I, he looks so friendly when he holds
4: it. I bet it. there's a cushion in there for his pins. For his pins. Yes. There you
2: go. Uh, you could be pen pals. There's a lot of things that could happen with Hellraiser. All right, we're getting uh, we're getting here towards the end. So we're going to do the special edition of um, Kyle's dad describes movie trailers. You have to guess what movie he's describing based on having never seen the movie or heard of it, but just watched the trailer. But this is Kyle's mom describes a movie based off solely only seeing the movie trailer. And you have to guess what movie she's describing uh, based off the trailer. So it's my mom this time, which is exciting. I thought it was your mom with your dad's notes. Yeah, it's. uh, Yeah, this is great. So it's. uh, She's filling in for dad, who has is now has shown back up. We found him, uh, which is exciting. He was just at work, and (laughs) (laughs) and so we're. But we're gonna do two.
4: We're gonna do two. That is like the number one place. <laughs> yeah, you I know, know right? someone is. Yeah, we, we so cannot late. find your. <laughs> we cannot find your son. Have you checked the school?
1: We have not. We, <laughs> we put up posters
2: on. <laughs> yes. We put up three billboards. We put up cars, three billboards, but we haven't. Uh, so we're gonna do two movies. So here's the description to the movie trailer, and you have to guess. If you think you know, just hold it until uh, the end of whatever happens here.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Okay, so there's some hip jazz drums. She has a nice so much more He wants his money back. Oh, crap. That car blew up. <laughs> a lot of shots of super fancy cars, houses, and briefcases. A lot of fancy trench coats. I can't believe he's working on their anniversary. And now a different actress is going to arrest the other guy if she sees them again. She's carrying a pillow and about to play a small role in this thing. Time to steal. <laughs> Lots of laughing. Wow! Oh, now
1: is this a is this a current movie trailer that is out, or or are we? The movie's probably is
2: since two thousand.
1: (laughs) Okay. There's a pillow. The the pillow for some reason is the most intriguing part to me. Lots of trench coats. And there's an anniversary. Hip jazz drums.
3: It's the it's the specificity of working on the anniversary. Yes. But I feel like that has to be a big plot point. But
1: was that the actual case, or is this a preconception? From the person watching the trailer. No. I'm going to am Do we have an unreliable narrator? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> is it Ocean's Eleven?
4: No, but- no. okay. That's a good guess.
3: Okay. <laughs> I'm still stuck on wanting the money back- Do- don't
2: no. You're they're right. That's the exact part to get. Take his answer, and then that's the part to get stuck on. Yes.
3: Ocean's Eleven. is a heist eight? movie. No. <laughs> come on,
2: yeah, come on.
3: Because it's a heist movie. Yeah. Heat.
2: No.
4: <laughs> oh. Oh, it's uh,
1: Fast and the Furious. No. Eight.
2: Go back to the original ballpark.
1: The hurricane heist. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the very specific ballpark that your first two answers lived in. Ocean's 12. It is Ocean's 12. Oh. Oh. So now let's think about some details. Julie Roberts has the pillow because she has to act like pregnant. She's pretending to be pregnant. That's right. Uh, he, and that's why they have to get He's Chris, Gar- Chris Garcia. They have to get Andy Garcia's money back. <laughs> um, and... Uh, then it's Brad Pitt's girlfriend who says she'll arrest him if she sees him again. Which is Zones, right? Yeah. Sure. No, the, That's right, yeah.
3: There are no trench coats in heat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But everyone <laughs> in Ocean's Eleven and Twelve
2: wears those really fancy like beige and
1: white trench coats everywhere. Especially, it's probably like Brad Pitt and Matt Damon.
3: Probably. And yeah. Yeah. George Clooney who she's Can like I just man.
1: say how much better that, that, that franchise would have been if it had just been called Time to Steal? Yeah. Or you want to watch those actors you like have fun? they lost me
4: when Julia Roberts pretended to be Julia Roberts
1: yeah they went off the edge on that they really lost me I didn't mind 13 so much I thought it was fun again Al Pacino so what Uh, but I I thought that was fun but yeah 12 when we got so meta like Bruce Willis praying Bruce Willis knowing talking to not Julia and then you bring in the real Julia yeah I thought it was
2: so I was like at least they're swinging hard
1: yeah no they went hard for a
2: sequel they really are but it's not that great but I'm still like a big apologist for Ocean's 12 of the movie and then also the whole plot of the movie happens off screen yes Mm -hmm. which is kind of unforgivable Yeah,
3: what's the one that his wife wrote under the pen Asner wrote yeah Logan Lucky. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. More uh, recently. Yeah. Is that a heist movie? It is a I heist love movie. Heist and his it's under a pen name. I can't remember what the pen name is, but I believe uh, it's Gile- actually. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. Ben That's ben my pen name. wrote this movie. <laughs> it's really minimal on dialogue. Um, That's great. It's great.
2: It's like, really funny. I like too. Heist Adam
1: Driver's like really good at it. Daniel Craig's really good at it.
2: Adam Driver. That's a good name for an actor in heist movie, too. Adam
1: Driver. Oh, that's okay. He's famous. I know who that is. He
2: is. Now that I said it again. Kylo Ren. I'm
4: sorry.
3: Kylo Ren is in it. He's uh, he's the Star Wars character with all the feelings. (laughs) Truly,
4: Kylo is too close to Kyle, and so I can't. (laughs) uh, Broad um, chest, no belly button. (laughs) You remember that. Oh, okay. I was like, are you describing (laughs) me this very insulting (laughs) description right now?
2: And that's Kyle XY (laughs) that has no belly button. (laughs) Ah. I'm sorry. All right. We have one more from my mom. Uh, I, I don't even really remember what this one is, but here's number two. All right.
5: Okay, so it looks like they're at a party. Okay. Now he's going to try and get her to come over and go out by using the Internet. All right, some music. Wait, now they're fighting. Now this is a new guy, and they're fighting. A lot of very colorful action and fighting and sound effects. Some stuff that looks like the old Batman. This guy is awfully skinny to be fighting so much. <laughs>
1: Uh, I think I think I might I think I know, might know this one. Uh it is the end
2: line there is the most giving line possible. I think but I might know this th-
1: one because this, this, this thought perhaps crossed my mind watching the actual movie. Yeah. Is she describing Scott Pilgrim vs. <laughs> yes, <the world>? yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh
2: he's too skinny to be fighting is a really fit- really good
1: descriptor. She would be good at his trailers. Yeah. Or yeah. your dad. Whomever wrote those notes would be very good at Honest Trailers. That was essentially the Honest Trailer for Scott Pilgrim vs. the World in a nutshell.
3: Yeah. He's More just, or less. He's a nice boy. He's a nice boy.
1: I don't really remember. I think I saw it and
2: I was like, there's the one. There's that movie I saw. But yeah. that's about what all I thought about it. I right. like movies that are like that that are super conceptual.
4: Even if they're not as good, I'm very forgiving of that. It's
3: fun. Yeah. I it's like a that fun movie. It's one. Fun. There's is like- that
4: one? Ba- I haven't seen it. Is it based on, uh, is it a comic book? Yeah, It yes. is.
1: It was. Yeah, uh, Wrong ending. It's crazy. Changed the ending to the wrong one, unfortunately. The one that's in it is not the proper ending, I don't think.
3: And there's two or three too many crazy ex boyfriends. Yeah. Yeah.
2: There's a funny part in the trailer because I watched all the trailers, and in the Scott Pilgrim trailer where someone's like, You shouldn't date someone with 11 crazy ex boyfriends. And he's like, (laughs) There's nine. And she goes, Oh, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a funny line. The 11 that they were hung up on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, I think that's it. Thank wow. you guys for, thank you. for, for, for this doing was fun. Never Seen It. Thank yeah, you for thank you. here. Uh, please check out Screen Junkies, Screen Junkies News, Honest Trailers, on YouTube, on Twitter.
1: All of Just Go to things. one and you can find them all anywhere. If you just walk out your door and yell Screen Junkies, it will <laughs> appear <laughs> magically That's viral. viral. That's, that's viral our marketing. new service. We yeah. have
2: one that's Amazon how far drone we reach. You have to say, Alexa, bring me. Screen Junkies News yes. will fly it in.
3: Yeah, um, we're on the YouTubes. We should actually plug ourselves, Dan. We should do the real things. Yeah, do oh, yeah. the real things. Yeah, we should really do the real well, you things. Can,
1: yeah, you can find Screen Junkies and Screen Junkies News on Twitter at Screen Junkies and at SJ News. Yes. And I'm on Twitter at Merle Dan.
3: I'm at Roth Cornette, and we're on the YouTubes. Yes. There you go. There you go. Yeah.
1: Thank you. And then thanks for Ryan for coming in.
2: Rai Singh, pretty much everywhere.
4: Yeah, Rai Singh. RyanSingerComedy.com. Cool.
2: I uh, appreciate it. Thanks, guys.
0: Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Oh,
2: thank if you. you. want, if you listen to the podcast, we're taking user-submitted scripts. You can write up a one- or two-page script or however long you want, but we're going to do something fun with a lot of the user-submitted scripts, so please send them to NeverSeenItShow at gmail.com, and you can follow us at NeverSeenItShow on all the things on the Internet. Thank you. And please leave reviews and rate, and I'm so bad
0: at this part, but thank you. Bye. It's a good show!